from the ministry of Reverend Ismaila Awudu. Get these life-changing, inspirational, and spirit-filled books. The Mystery of Greatness, At Thy Word, Church Membership, The Blueprint of Marriage, and any other ministry product of his. You can get these in electronic format by purchase through downloading Reverend Ismaila Awudu's app from the App Store or Google Play Store. You can also purchase this book and other ministry product at the ICGC Yahweh Temple, Otinshi American House Last Stop, East Legon. Reach us on telephone, plus 233 277-250420 or plus 233-249-39-3361 Email us revismaila at gmail.com Visit our website icgcislegon.com Grab your copies now and experience a change in your life. No more contention no more struggle, no more challenges, no more battle, because there comes a time where you need to rest from your battle. And God said, after today, you shall rest from your battle, the battle of your marriage, the battle of your business, the battle of your finances, the battle of your sickness, the battle of your shame, the battle of your disgrace, the battle of your setback, the battle of the pains you don't want to forget. God said, you will rest from your battle. Open your Bibles with me to Isaiah chapter number 60. Isaiah chapter 60. I'm reading from the verse number 1. The background story to this is about the children of Israel. It has two major distinctions. The first distinction has to do with God speaking of the future restoration of the church and how he's going to beautify the church and how he's going to rule in the church. And the second part talks about how God is talking about the restoration of Israel or bringing them back to their place of honor and their place of fulfillment after they have been in captivity for a very long time. So God brought these comforting words to the children of Israel to challenge them, to move them to the next level of their life. He says, Arise, shine, for your light has come. And the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth and deep darkness the people. But the Lord will arise over you and his glory will be seen upon you. The Gentiles shall come to your light and kings to the brightness of your rising. Lift up your eyes all around and see. They all gather together, they come to you. Your son shall come from afar and your daughter shall be next at your side. That you shall see and become radiant. And your heart shall swell with joy, because the abundance of the sea shall be turned to you. The wealth of the Gentiles shall come to you. The multitude of camels shall cover your land. The dromedaries of Midian and Ephah and all those from Sheba shall come. They shall bring gold and incense, and they shall proclaim the praises of the Lord. All the flocks of Kedah shall be gathered together to you. The rams of Nabiob shall minister to you. They shall ascend with acceptance on my altar, and I will glorify the house of my glory. Who are those who are these who fly like a cloud and like those to their roost? Surely the coastland shall wait for me, and the ships of Tarshish will come first to bring your sons from afar, their silver, their gold with them, to the name of the Lord your God and to the Holy One of Israel, because he has glorified you. 
The sons of foreigners shall build your walls, and their king shall minister to you. For in my wrath I struck you, but in my favor I had mercy on you. Therefore your gates shall be open continually. They shall not be shut day or night. That men may bring to you the wealth of the Gentiles and their kings in procession. For the nation and kingdom which will not serve you shall perish, and those nations shall be utterly ruined. The glory of Lebanon shall come to you, the cypress, the pine, and the box tree together to beautify the place of my sanctuary, and I'll make the place of my feet glorious. Also the sons of those who afflicted you shall come bowing to you, and all those who despise you shall fall prostrate at, your soul, at the soles of your feet. And they shall call you the city of the Lord, Zion, the Holy One of Israel. Whereas you have been forsaken and hated, so that no one went through you, I will make you an eternal excellence, a joy of many generations. You shall drink the milk of the Gentiles and milk the breast of kings. You shall know that I, the Lord, am your Savior and your Redeemer, the Mighty One of Jacob. Instead of bronze, I will bring gold. Instead of iron, I will bring silver. Instead of wood, bronze. And instead of stones, iron. I will also make your officers peace and your magistrate righteousness. Violence shall no longer be heard in your land, neither wasting nor discharging within your borders. But you shall call your word salvation and your gate praise. Amen. God was speaking to Israel and was telling them that he's moving them from a position of despondency to a position of fulfillment. He's moving them from a position of of dejectedness to the position of acceptance. It's moving them from the position of struggle to the position of elevation and joy. It's moving them from the position of lust to the position of total recovery. It's moving them from the position of lack of beauty to the position of total beauty and honor. So by doing that, he has to use very carved important words that carries what he's trying to communicate god is a very good communicator so his choice of words address the very situation he's looking at now there is no way israel can be what god wants them to be if they are bowed down there is no way israel can be what god wants them to be if they are not encouraged there is no way Israel can be what God wants them to be if they don't receive the right words that as it were goes to challenge them in order to take the steps that they need to take to fulfill that which God has for their life. So God comes on the scene and says arise and shine. It is not a, it's not a negotiable word. It is a command. So the first sentence you are introduced to is a sentence of action. Amen. Anytime you find yourself at the backside, anytime you find yourself dejected, anytime you find yourself struggle, anytime you find yourself at a place or a position where you are not able to come up, the first word you need is a word of encouragement. And so God comes to Israel and said, arise and shine. Not only arise and shine, but he said, for your light has come. You cannot be in darkness and be able to rule. You cannot be in a place of struggle to be able to be fulfilled. In fact, a slave cannot appreciate a blessing. Amen. So he says, arise, shine, for your light has come. Now, whenever you arise and you shine, 
and your light also come, light comes to reveal. Whenever it happens that way, there is something that takes place in your life. First of all, you will experience the glory of the Lord. You will experience the glory of the Lord. Anytime you will arise and you shine or you become radiant or you become expressive or your joy is returned back. It talks about God's favor. It talks about God's beauty. When God's beauty comes upon you, it changes everything about your life. Life challenges can make you ugly. Troubles can make you look ugly. It can take away your beauty. They shine out of your life. It can reduce your potential to nothingness. You might have every potential. The world wouldn't want to know. Because you are not in the light. You are in darkness. Nobody wants to associate with a struggling person. Nobody wants to identify with someone who is in pain. Nobody wants to have anything to do with someone who cannot offer what they are looking for. Because the whole world is looking for solution and not problems. Amen. So anytime God comes to such a person and you will arise, the first thing God has to establish in your life is his glory. If the glory of God has not come upon you, you can't move your life to the next level. But anytime the glory of God comes upon your life, it introduces you to acceptance. It introduces you to people receiving you and dealing with you as you are expected to be handled. So it takes the glory of God for someone to be accepted. It takes the glory of God for someone to be restored. It takes the glory of God for someone to move to his or her next level of fulfillment. Tell the person arise. Tell the person shine. For your glory has come. You will realize in scripture that in John chapter number 5, there was a man who was paralyzed for 38 years. And this man was sitting by the pool of Bethesda. The area or his predicament could be described as being in darkness. Or being in bondage. If you hear God saying arise and shine, the word shine cannot come if there is not a symbolic representation of darkness. Amen. So he says arise shine. Now this gentleman was sitting in a place of obscurity, in a place of no communication. He is cut off from supply. He is cut off from the love of his family. He has a family, he has a people, he has friends, but nobody wants to have anything to do with him because he was at the pool of Bethesda. It is a place designated for sick people or those who are having challenges with their life. And so, Jesus is the only one, or God is the only one that can identify with the life or the struggle of this man. No man can identify with him. So he goes to sit by this pool, waiting for his turn, for him to be healed. But no matter what happened, he could not get any help. His own account says that anytime he is about to step into the water, another man goes ahead of him. In other words, the opportunity he needs to derive, he is not able to derive that opportunity because he doesn't have what it takes to be able to derive that opportunity. 
So Jesus, Bible says, knowing that this man has been in this condition for a very long time. Say a long time. Say a long time. Say knowing. Say knowing. Now, you can only know if you can discern. And men can know your challenges if they have discernment. Jesus has a discernment of the situation of the man. So he went, he rose up from the feast, went directly to the pool of Bethesda and went to this man. He never asked him any question. All that he asked him that, do you want to be made whole? If you care to know, Bethesda means the house of God. He went through the sheep gate, which is the shepherd. Symbolic of Jesus being our great shepherd. He went to a place where miracles takes place. But the miracles were there, but the man was not touched. But because it was the time for the man to shine. Because it was time for the man to become what God wanted him to be. Even though society forgot him, even though family has forgotten him, for 38 solid years, to the man, he is at the backside. To the man, everything is not working. But God who created him knew the hour and the time of his redemption. I'm here to announce to somebody today that it does not matter where you are sitting or what you are going through. You probably might be thinking God is not seeing you. But the Lord already has taken notice of you. And because God has taken notice of you at the fullness of time God will surely come through for your life. It doesn't matter who has gone ahead of you. It doesn't matter what disadvantages you have. It doesn't matter how you are not able to assess certain opportunities. At his appointed time, he doesn't need anybody to advise him. He doesn't need anybody to tell him where you are. He doesn't need anyone to direct him you to your home. He doesn't need Google address. He does not need anything. All that he needs is to rise up and come to you because he can identify you in the midst of the crowd. He can identify with your problem. He can identify with your challenge. He can identify with your situation. He can identify with the place where you are and he comes straight for you because it is your time to be able to shine. The man did, did not expect. He went to sleep as usual. Like any man will go to sleep. He woke up the next day waiting for his turn of the stirring of the water. But that day, it was not an angel. That day, it was the creator of the heavens and earth who appeared. Maybe the one that is supposed to help you does not have what it takes to do it. He has made so many promises. But when the appointed time for your life comes, for you to shine, the superior will hear of you. Oh, you didn't hear what I'm saying? The superior will hear of you. Those that matters will hear of you. Because until they hear of you, your situation cannot be addressed. I am here to speak to somebody. Those that matters and have the right key for your life shall appear in your life. And they shall open your doors. At the appointed time, Jesus appeared to the man. The man did not see an angel. He saw the real person whose name attracted the angels. 
whose name gives the angels power, whose name causes the angels to do the work they need to do. In fact, it is the Lord and the God of all flesh, and is the King of kings and the Lord of lords. He is the I am that I am. Without him, nothing was made that was made. Everything that was made was through him. So when the appointed time came, he went to this man of disadvantage for 38 solid years. I don't know how many years you have been waiting. I don't know how many years you have been marking time. I don't know how many years you have been out there. But there is one thing I know that there is a day in the calendar of God that when that day comes and which is this day, he shall walk straight to wherever you are. He shall attend to your sickness. He shall attend to your challenge. He shall attend to your problem. Listen, it doesn't matter what or where you are. Because Bible said that where the man found himself, there were many sick people. Paralyzed, blind, lame. All of them were there, including he, the man himself. So if it comes to solving post problem, all of them that were there were looking for someone to touch them. Hello? But there is something about relationship with God. That when you know your God, you don't compare yourself with someone. You don't say we are in the same soup. You are not in the same soup with me. Yeah, you are not getting what I'm saying. I cannot tie my cloth with your cloth. We are not in the same classroom. For the fact that we sat in the same class does not mean we are the same divine favor partners. I don't know whether I'm talking to somebody here. For the fact that you have that challenge does not mean I am the same with you. Your problem is not my problem. Your challenge is not my challenge. We are not on the same level because when the Lord decides to visit, the Lord will discriminate. I am here to announce to somebody that we serve a God who can discriminate because he knows who to help at what time and I see the Lord discriminating for the child of God because it is your time to arise. He will make the difference in your life because it is your season and your time. He will bypass many because your dependency is not of man. Your dependency is of God and they that depend upon the Lord shall not be put to shame. I am here to announce to somebody that as a daughter of Zion you shall arise not because of yourself but your king has heard of you your king has heard of you and your king has taken notice of you time is always pregnant with events it takes time to reveal events as we sit right now the next minute you will not know what will be but time is pregnant with it are you understanding me it's the lord that can bring back the fulfillment of time i speak into your life anywhere you have been truncated as far as life is concerned this day I release the Messiah into your life. I release the Savior to come to your home. I release him into your situation. I declare by the finger of God, by the grace of God, that whatever has caught you back, may the Lord bring a speed in your life. May the Lord bring a recovery in your life. In the name of Jesus. When he appeared to this man, we are talking about arising and shining. For the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. For God or for Jesus to cause this man to be, first of all, he has to repair his predicament. So he said, rise and walk because a paralyzed man cannot appreciate the blessings of the Lord. I don't know whether I'm talking to somebody here. A paralyzed man can never appreciate the beauty of God. Because listen to me. 
That is why anytime God wants to bless you, he will take you from your place of struggle and bring you to another environment before he can bless you. Because you see, in the place you have dwelt in and where you have been battered and where you have been, we have gone through challenges and where your self-image, your ego, your pride and everything have been bruised. If he can work on you, then you have a challenge. So he said, Abraham, come out of the tent and come out and look at the stars because if you are in your tent, I cannot show you anything because your mind will still be a tent mentality. Ah, you understand what I'm saying? That is why when God picks you, he will first of all wash you, he will cleanse you and give you a new robe. And when he has given you a new robe, then when he put a jollof in front of you, you will appreciate the jollof. Because if you have had curry for a long time, when they give you jollof, you cannot know how to eat it. If you have not eaten chicken before, and they give you the chicken, you will not even know how to tie it. So before he comes through, he will change you first, and then he will bring you the food. I declare into your life today, whatever has blinded your sight, your sickness, your challenge, your problem, I see God healing you. I see God changing your situation. And the Lord will turn your destiny around before he will bring you the blessing. I am here to establish the favor of God upon your life. Instantly, what God begins to do is that he will begin to change even your cycle of friends. Because if that same friends are with you, they are hustler friends. They are bachelor friends. They are speedster friends. You are on the same level. So when he have to move you, he have to even change your horizon. He have to change your perception. He has to change your world view. So he can move you into a place where you can appreciate air condition. If you are being in a firm place, he will put you to an air condition. If you have not have a better room to sleep in, he will have a way to arrange you to work in places and work with people that you go and sit in their best chairs and eat in the best restaurant. All is in preparation of what you are going to receive. Are you understand what I'm saying? If he has to take you to Trasaco, he will not just move you to Trasaco. He will move you first to a place where it looks similar so that you will bring your, he will upgrade your integrity, upgrade your self-ego, upgrade your confidence. So when he put you there, you can function and you can run. I am here to announce to somebody, the Lord is a God of systematic building. And when he builds it systematically, he knows where he's taking you to. That is why he never picked David. Instantly. To be a king. For him to work in the life of David, he have to change the world view of David. So he first of all got him from the backside by the anointing of the prophet. And when he received that anointing, he moved him into the palace. That if you be a king, go and study. I don't know whether I'm talking to somebody here. If you will be the next king, you have to understand how kingship is. You have to understand protocol. You have to understand how the king even eats, how the king talks, how the king behaves. That is why David, God gave him a favor to sit at the table of where the king sits. Not because of how skillful he is, because God was preparing for a higher level position. I am here to announce to somebody, Joseph was put into prison, not because he's a dream interpreter or the woman did something against him. David was put, Joseph was put in that prison so that he would understand the rules and the game of the Egyptians and how how they do things and how they speak politics. Anywhere God put you, anytime God will elevate you, he will put you in the midst of people that will shape your thinking, that will shape your idea, that will shape your thoughts, that will shape the way you do things. Until you are shaped, you will still 
not know how to walk because if you are walking this way and they take you to a place where you need to walk cute, you will still destroy it. So it will put you first around people who are walking nice. You will learn how to walk before you take it to that palace. If you cannot walk on here on earth, how can you walk on the golden street? If you don't know how to dress, how can you dress before the king? I am here to announce to somebody, the Lord is preparing for something greater and nothing can stop the Lord because it is a process and it is a journey. You will arise and you will shine. There is no power that can stop you. You are not late. You are in your time and you are in your season. The day God put you in our office as a messenger, you should know that God is preparing you to become a CEO. That is what some of us don't know. When you are made a line manager, God is telling you, I'm preparing you to be the managing director. Any promotion you have in your life is a preparation, it's a setup for your next elevation. Because you see, life is about preparation and process. So the man was by the pool. Jesus identified with him. Jesus first had to change his perception. He said, do you want to be made whole? What a man knew of is the stirring of the water. He knows nothing. Listen, until a man's worldview is shaped, there is no help you offer to that person and you accept it. Hello? I don't want to become sounding more political. Let me go on. Hello? With all the potential of the black man, he can't still appreciate himself. Are you there with me? The truth is that, listen, whatever we have has been given to all of us. You have a forest, the white man has a forest, the black man has a forest. He has done his best to develop his forest into a paradise. What are you doing with your forest? The only thing we knew is to fight each other. The only thing we knew is to pull each other back. The only thing we knew is to discredit each other. And so that is our worldview and our mentality. So even when there are no witches, we create witches. Even when there are no demons, we create demons. Even when there are no setbacks, we create setbacks. So that has eaten our life to the extent that we can't appreciate anything good. Anything that is good, anything that is innovative, anything that is creative is an assignment to be destroyed. The man was by this pool. Jesus went to him. said, do you want to be made? He said, yes. He was giving his own story. He said, take up your mat and walk. Because in other words, when I am changing your worldview, I don't need an argument. The problem is that we are sick and sometimes we refuse to admit that we are sick. You can never arise and shine in your time if you don't admit where you are falling. Admitting your shortcoming is an indication for your next level. Admitting. The challenge of God with us, that becomes a challenge for him, for, uh, for him to lift us to the next level is because we have an excuse for everything. Everything we have an explanation. So Jesus came to this man and the man was giving me explanation, giving me excuses why he's not being healed up to that time. That is not what Christ was looking for. Christ was looking for him to what? Arise. Tell the person arise. Arise. 
turn up person arise. Listen, there are people when they are struggling, you are pulling them, they will rather pull you into the struggle. If you are not skillful. Because there is no advice you will give them that they will take. I am here to announce to somebody, you need to rise up and move on. Because you see, you have stayed in that situation for far too long. All that you knew of is that this is what happened to me. This you are bitter about people. You are bitter about every situation. You can't forgive yourself. You can't forgive anybody. For how long can you dwell in that past? You can't get anywhere. He said, take your mat and walk. He took his mat and began to walk. And guess what? That's what I was coming to. Anytime God causes you to arise and shine and his glory comes upon your life, you will attract envy. You will attract jealousy. The heart of men shall be revealed to you. You will think that everybody that is around you loves you. You will think that everybody is sympathizing with you. You will think that everybody is sharing in your pain and in your frustration. But it is just a fallacy and a lie. I was telling somebody the very day you attracted one friend, you attracted attracted one enemy. Don't ever deceive yourself that if everyone that praises you or hails you loves you. If you want to succeed in life, you have to open one eye and check with the other. Don't ever arrive or get to a point in your life where you will think or suggest that everybody around you is there because he's there to favor you. Some are there for their own agenda. Even among the 12 disciples of Jesus, they were looking for the position. Shall I sit on the left or the right? So every time they are fighting among themselves. Even among your own children, they are all not there for the agenda of the family. They are also looking for their own agenda. So they know how to manipulate each other. Oh, you don't know? You think everything the child does, he doesn't know. Children are very manipulative. And if you don't know the psychology of a child, he will manipulate you. And he always take advantage of you. And that is what most parents think. He said, they think everything, money, everything, money, ice cream, toffee, whatever. Continue. And then he gets to a point where now you cannot control him again. And then you will now say, eh, my child is troubling. It's not a demon. Because children by nature, at a certain stage of their life, they are very manipulative. If you don't check them around that time, and they cross over, You realize that the seasons have changed. And now you are carrying excess baggage. You go to a place and it's business. You are stopping and say, Ah, mommy, why are you giving me the eye? And now you are saying you are disgracing me. You have not seen disgrace yet. Amen. I'm not going to talk about parenting. Now, so the truth is that when he moved out, he took his mat. Let me give you an answer. Let me ask you a question. Now, if you were in this man's shoes 38 years, he's been by the pool and he's struggling. If you have met him now walking, would you be happy? Oh, come on, would you be happy? If you had a priest, would you be happy? Because the man couldn't get healed, and somebody has come to heal him. So, bravo. You should have clapped for the person. But the Sahindri and the people that knew him met him and said, Where are you going with your bed? In other words, they were expecting him to forever remain in that situation. 
don't deceive yourself. There are people who are praying you never give birth. They are praying you never get married. They are praying you never get promoted. They are praying you never go forward. But I declare by the finger of God today, the Messiah shall locate you. It doesn't matter their imagination. It doesn't matter their thought. It doesn't matter what they are thinking. I am here to announce to you, as you change your mind, and you take your bed, and you begin to walk, the Lord shall visit you, and the Lord shall favor you. It doesn't matter what they are saying. It doesn't matter what they are thinking. All that you need to do is to be optimistic about life and don't give up. Don't give up. Don't give up. Don't give them the joy and the privilege to keep you down. Don't let them stop your destiny. Don't let them stop your joy. Don't let them frustrate your life. They might not see beauty in your life, but God sees beauty in your life. I refuse for men to stop my destiny. I refuse for men to change my course. I refuse for men to stop what God is using me to do. Listen, if you throw me even in the desert, I will still bring out the potential of the Lord because I am a survivor and I will survive everywhere. I am here to announce to somebody, if you know the Lord, you shall walk strong and you shall do exploit. I promise you one thing, arise in yourself, believe in yourself, believe in your God and you shall do great things for the Lord. very much for listening. This is a message from ICGC Yahweh Temple East Ligon. We know you've been blessed by God's word. For more quality and practical teachings of Reverend Ismaila Abudu, visit us online at www.icgceastlegon.com or email to yahwehtempleicgc at gmail.com or call us on 057-2260-434 or 057-2260-435 You can also worship with us on Sundays from 7am to 10am on Tuesdays at 6.30pm to 8.30pm for our empowerment teaching service and Fridays at 7pm to 10pm for our breakthrough prayer service You can also connect with us on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter. God bless you. My Lord with you, I know.